0: Family and friends that have gathered here today, and especially to you, Danielle and Harley, grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord, amen. Text for our meditation today, the first verse of that gospel reading that we heard a moment ago. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Your friends in Christ. It was many years ago now when George Carlin gave perhaps what was his most famous routine, and he did it at the beginning of Saturday Night Live. His routine was about God. Probably didn't hear George Carlin talk about God much, But on that night, and you can check it out on YouTube if you like, George Carlin waxed eloquent about God. And he started out this way. He said, I don't know how God ever got such a good reputation. Everything he has ever made has died. And the people laughed. But it was a nervous laugh because they knew that there was some truth in those words. And they also knew that death, while it is real, is not funny. It's heartbreaking. It's not natural, no matter what we say. It is something that drives us to our knees and makes us cover our faces. Death is always before us. But if you remember nothing else from this morning, remember this, our God, the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, our God is not a God of death. He is a God of life. You heard that right. Our God is not a God of death. He is a God of life. And that's why we can come here today and celebrate life. That's why we can come here today and celebrate a victory. Not a racing victory, oh, much more than that. A victory of God over Satan, a victory of heaven over hell. A victory of life over death. You see, when God created this world by the power of his breath, let there be a rock, let there be a fish, let there be a mountain, and it was. When God created this world and took special care to create his special creation, people forming Adam out of the shape of the ground, breathing into the ground and the dirt coming alive, taking out of Adam a rib, a chunk, and making Eve. God created everything perfect and holy. Each day of creation, he says, it's good. And at the end of creation, he sat back and looked and said, it is very good. Holy perfect. If Adam and Eve hadn't sinned they would still be alive. Why? Because our God is a God of life, not a God of death. Sadly that all changed one fateful day in the Garden of Eden. When Adam and Eve broke the only command God gave them. When Adam and Eve thought they had better words than the Word of God, they brought sin and all of sin's consequences crashing down, not only upon them, but upon all of creation and upon all of their future descendants, including you and me and Jeremy. Death, so unnatural to God's creation, so unnatural to God's nature, was now a part of our world. But that didn't stop God. He could have told Adam and Eve, you made your own bed, now go lay in it. He could have wiped them off the face of the earth and started over from scratch. But our God is a God of life and a God of love. And God gave Adam and Eve a promise that day in the garden. He said, one day, I will send one who will crush the serpent's head once and for all. He will restore this broken relationship between God and creation. He will come and bring the forgiveness of sin. Adam and Eve believed that promise. They passed that promise on to their children, generation after generation. Throughout the pages of the Old Testament, The prophets and the patriarchs clung to that message and God gave them more details, gave them more details about this one, this savior, this Messiah. This Messiah, this savior would be a king. This savior, this Messiah would suffer. This savior, this Messiah would sit on God's throne forever. this Savior, this Messiah, would be born of a virgin in an obscure town called Bethlehem. And when the time was right, when the time had fully come, God does what God always does. He keeps his word. He keeps his promise. Jesus, born of a woman, born under the law, born to save us. That's right. That's what Jesus came to do. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, the King of kings and Lord of lords, the second person of the Trinity, took on flesh and blood. He dwelled in the womb of the Virgin Mary, not just to show that he could do it, but for a reason, to save sinners from their sin. Jesus was born. That's why we celebrate Christmas not just to pump up the economy, God in the flesh for us. Jesus placed himself under the law, the Ten Commandments, the law that that crushes us and continually points out our shortcomings. Jesus taking our sin, yours and mine and Jeremy's, onto himself and into himself all the way to an old rugged cross, bleeding and dying the death we deserve. People thought that was it. That death was the end of the story, but our God is not a God of death. Our God is a God of life. The stone cold body of Jesus was laid in a tomb. And three days later, Jesus, who was dead, is now alive, never to die again. He's not like the Terminator. He comes back to life, and now he's going to come and get vengeance. No, he is alive to save us, proving his victory over sin, death, and the grave. Everything Jesus did, especially his Good Friday death and his Easter resurrection, he gives away. He gives it away to us in the waters of holy baptism where we are robed in Christ's righteousness. I see lots of racing shirts on here today. You got your uniform on. This is your uniform. You are baptismal uniform. You have been robed in the righteousness of Christ. And God says, wear that uniform proudly. That is who you are. That is your identity in Christ Jesus. Forgiveness, life, and salvation. That's God's gift. You can't buy it. You can't earn it, you can't win it, it's free. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, it's a gift. My friends, today in the midst of our sorrow, in the midst of our tears, in the midst of our loss, we know that that was the faith that Jeremy was baptized into that was the faith that was delivered to him through water and word that was the faith that I had the privilege to preach into his ears as we gathered for premarital counseling, to preach into his ears in a really long wedding sermon, to preach in his ears as he sat in the pew and listened to the word of God. My friends, God will not force anyone to believe it. It's a free gift, but the promise is real. The promise was real for Jeremy, it's real for you, it's real for the whole world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life, that's God's desire. Because our God is a God of life, not a God of death. Jeremy loved life, he lived it to the full. There was rarely a time when I saw him that he did not have that ear to ear grin on his face and he was yucking it up about something. But there were times, including during this pandemic, when the thoughts of sin and disease and death were ever present. I don't know that I've ever seen Jeremy pay more attention to God's word and the free gift of the forgiveness of sins. My friends, maybe you've heard this and known this your whole life. Thanks be to God. Maybe not. Maybe this is the first time. We live in a world of sin and disease, cancer and COVID. None of us, no matter how hard we try, none of us is going to live forever. The wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That was the faith that Jeremy was baptized into and that is the faith that we proclaim and celebrate even here today. My friends, our God is a God of life, not a God of death. And in the midst of death, He brings us through the valley of the shadow of death to be with him forever and ever and ever. There is a grand and glorious family reunion that awaits for all who cling to Jesus by grace through faith. My friends, at a day like this, know that God's presence is not far away, it is real. God sends his spirit to comfort those who mourn. He dries our tears and sometimes he even changes those tears of sorrow and sadness into tears of joy. My friends, how can that be? Because Jesus has overcome sin, death, and the grave for Jeremy, for you, for the entire world. That is a victory that never ends. That is a victory that we can celebrate. And that is a victory for all time. My friends, thanks be to God for his victory in Christ Jesus, our Lord, amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts, our minds, our lives in Christ Jesus, our Lord, amen.